Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk about everything life. So I've gotten a lot of questions um, from people. If you follow me on Instagram, I am at 7MartiansOnMars. We will go over that story on a separate podcast. I really have to do that because a lot of people wonder why, if I'm the Mama Mentor Podcast, why my Instagram handle is at 7MartiansOnMars. It's a really great story, I promise you. I might do that actually in the next episode because I'm getting a lot of questions about it. Um, but the question, the big question that I've gotten because we, I've talked about laundry and I've talked about dishes in previous episodes. And so people are wondering now, what do you think the next one would be? What do you think the next biggest thing for people to do is? That's right, the bathroom. Now, I personally have no problem cleaning the bathroom. I don't. Um, and I'm wondering if it's because as a child, not a super young child, but as a child, that that was my job to clean the bathroom. And actually, I took it over from my older sister. And I really wanted to be cleaning the bathroom because I had this vision that when, you know, that's, you know, you had arrived when you were old enough to be trusted to clean the bathroom, like the big sister, that that's, you're it. So that was something I wanted to do. So I like begged and asked and begged and asked. And finally, I, you know, first I started out helping her and then I was allowed to do it by myself. And so I was so pleased to be able to um, arrive at that, you know, destination that that's probably colored my view of bathroom cleaning as not a bad chore. Um, don't know if that was reverse psychology on the part of my family, but it is what it is. So I don't have a problem with it. And here's another reason why I don't have a problem with it. Now, I do not keep anything, and I underline and bold that word, anything, on my bathroom floor. Nothing. When you walk into my bathroom floor, there's nothing on the floor nothing. You know why there's nothing on the floor? Because bathroom floors attract hair and dirt and water and that's a nightmare. And if you leave anything on said floor, it will also attract those substances. And if you're lucky enough to have boys in your life, it also attracts pee. And yeah, I... I'm a less is more kind of person when it comes to cleaning off hair and water and pee. So the less things it can get on, the easier it is to clean. I also try, also bold and underline that word try, to keep my countertops cleared of clutter. That one, I don't do so good at. I am really bad for liking to have kind of a, a little bit of a decorated counter. I have like this little mini stool that's, I have, I have two sinks and in the middle and with two mirrors and in the middle of those two mirrors is a window, a little window, a little like, I don't know, lighthouse mirror window. And so it was kind of an awkward spot because it really felt like when I had just the two sinks on there, nothing on the counter, it just looked like, um, like a gas station bathroom. Like I was like, okay, this looks really sad. And so I wanted to decorate it a little bit. So what I did was I got this little Ikea stool, like it's probably, I don't know, eight inches tall, wood. And so I put it on the counter 
in front of the window in between the two sinks and on that I have a plant and a couple little signs and then underneath it I have a basket that holds our face cloths um, and then in front of it I have decorative jars to hold like uh, floss picks and um, q-tips because those like you know just the stuff we because we're always using face cloths like to wash our face we're always using like the floss flicks and the q-tips and stuff like that so i wanted that stuff to be readily handy you know and it looks kind of cute especially if you got it in the little glass jars with the bamboo lids we all we're all in that right now um and then i have a scentsy warmer on my counter um because i love scentsy um i love scentsy i love candles um and I can only buy specific candles. So I have to be kind of careful with the candles because I suffer from migraines and I have it all under control except if I get the wrong candle. And I know just by smell, like if I just open a candle lid and I'm like, nope, that's going to give me a headache. I can tell that instantly. So it's, you know, I, it's not like I've got $100 worth of candles sitting in my closet rotting because they give me a headache. I know which ones not to buy. Sensi though basically any fragrance that I love is fine it doesn't give me headaches I don't know if it gives some people headaches that's not my issue I like the I like the warmers I change them out seasonally I have Christmas ones I have spring ones I even have Halloween ones because I really like Halloween actually I don't like Halloween I like Halloween decor let's clarify that but yeah so I have, so I have that on my counter too Unfortunately, you know, I fall into the same trap as every other woman out there that, you know, I also have like the, you know, the thing with my toothbrush in it and I have the, the pumpy soap thing to, for the hand soap and I, and then, you know, I like to think that I'm tidy, but you know, I leave my blow dryer out and my hair straightener out and, you know, but I try to keep that kind of stuff to a minimum and even if it gets out of hand every once in a while, I can easily clean it. But that's why my bathroom's easy to clean. And I don't have rugs on the floor. Like I have a bath mat, but it hangs on the side of the bathtub because that's how it dries is to hang on the side of the bathtub. I don't know. People that leave their bath mat on the floor, like does your floor rot? Does your mat rot? Like how do you do this? And then I have hooks on the back of the door for the towels and a towel ring for my hand towel. So there's nothing on the floor, like nothing on the floor. So first of all, that makes it easier to keep it clean um i do have to it's on my list of to do things to do as i do have to go through because i'm a human being you know i buy beauty products of this and that and the other and sometimes i'm like oh, i think i'll be great and then i get home like oh, i don't like that or i like it for a bit and then i stop liking it or i like it but i don't use it often enough and then it expires so i have kind of that kind of decluttering to go through my bathroom for not that that stuff is all out but it's still in the bathroom it takes up room so i do have to do that so that's you know the first thing is try to keep your bathroom decluttered keep nothing on the floor like i don't even have like people are like well what where do you keep your plunger i keep it in the laundry room which is next door it's in a little bucket because it's a plunger and even if I use it and I clean it off it's still a plunger and I don't want it on my floor so it has its own little plunger bucket that it goes in in the laundry room right next to right next to the bathroom so like you know people don't have to have like you know gobs of shame if they need to use the plunger they can just literally open the bathroom door go next door get the plunger go back in it's fine 
we all do it, it's fine. You know, and people ask me where to keep your toilet cleaning brush. Well, it has a special holder underneath the sink. And so like it hangs, so it's not sitting in its toilet juices, which it doesn't, and I'll get to that tip in a minute. But it's, it, it has a hanger. So it's got a hanger that's got like a base on it and then it hangs. So like, again, nothing's getting on anything. But again, nothing's on the floor. And that's the important part is nothing's on the floor. And then if you can at all possible, either have nothing on the counter or have the things that are on the counter in counter containers. So that instead of going, oh, well, now all my Q-tips are dusty and dirty or whatever, or now this is all dust, you're just wiping the outside of a container because that can be super easy. Like think about when you have to like clean off your pumpy soap thing, if it's got soap all over it, you know, it's easy. You just run it under the water until it runs clean, till like all the soap's off of it and then wipe it off, done. You know, so having those kind of containers on the counter is great. Um, so yeah, try to keep as much stuff off the counter as you can, put it in a drawer, um, put it in a cupboard, put it in your medicine cabinet. Just try to keep the counter as clean as you possibly can, like of clutter. Because keeping everything off the floor and keeping that counter free of clutter, that's what makes cleaning the bathroom easy, is because you're not going in there going, I, this is gross and I don't wanna clean it and I don't care how often you clean your bathroom. Cleaning your bathroom is like, you're not washing a plate, you're cleaning a bathroom. So it's bathroomy. Um, I tend to also clean mine more often, which is another reason why I don't have a problem with cleaning because I clean it so often. And do I clean it from like ceiling to floor that often? No, but I break it up. I'm one of those people that I know people that go in and they take everything out of their bathroom, they clean their bathroom, they put everything, they wipe everything, put it back in and it's done. And they do that like once a week or once every second week. I don't do that. I will, that, that big take everything out of the bathroom, I do that like maybe once a month, but probably twice a week, I do everything else in the bathroom too. Like, so two or three times a week, I am scrubbing my toilet bowl and wiping down the outside. You know, another time I might be scrubbing the sink, doing the mirrors and doing the countertop. Another time I might be scrubbing out the, the tub and the shower stall, you know, and then another time I'm mopping the floor. Here's the thing. I don't do those all at the same time. Like once a month, I will pull everything out of the bathroom. And it's those days where I wish there was just a drain in the floor so I could just take the power washer and just kind of hose the whole place down. But so this is what I do. I usually scrub the toilet bowl twice a week. I usually wipe off the toilet. Like, you know, the seat and the lid and the handle and the base and all that. I usually wipe that about three times a week. Um, my countertop and my sink, I usually do that twice a week. And honest to God, my bathroom floor, because I shed hair, my, the son that I still have, that li still is living at home, he's got longer hair too. So we both have longer hair. And so we both shed hair. So there's hair all over. And I have four dogs. If you've ever listened to the podcast before, I have four dogs. So I have four dogs and two sheddy humans. So there's hair all over my bathroom every day. So I find it's easier for me if I just sweep and mop my bathroom floor every day or vacuum and mop it, but it gets cleaned every day. So that, so that I'm not 
you know, there's not gobs of hair catching in the corner that have been stuck with like, you know, because if you get hair on the floor and then you get a little bit of water and then you get some hairspray and then some toothpaste, like that's, that's gross, just that pile on the floor. But if you keep the hair and mop the floor every day, then it's fine. And then those other jobs, you know, I do separately. Because I just kind of like it that way. Because sometimes I'll just be watching a show. And honestly, there'll be times I'm talking on the phone. And all of a sudden, I'll be like, oh, I should just go clean the toilet. And so I will be talking on the phone. I'll put the person on speakerphone. And, and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm scrubbing my toilet bowl while I'm talking to you. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I wipe off my toilet outside. And then I'm done. And then I leave the bathroom. And I don't feel it necessary to now wash the walls and clean the mirror and clean the countertop and scrub the tub and scrub the floor. Um, usually after I'm done that I just walk out of the room and before you say well how can you clean your toilet and then leave your floor dirty here's a tip for you and this may seem counterproductive but I clean the bathroom floor floor first and here's why because when you walk into the bathroom to clean the bathroom it's dry so it's very easy to go vacuum up or sweep up or even take like a microfiber cloth and just dry dust the floor to get all the hair up and then quickly run the mop around. Because here's what happens after you clean the bathroom. It's wet now. And so now all those hairs and yuck, they're wet now. And for me, I find that grosser to clean up and it's harder work. Whereas if I just get all the dirt, and like all the dust and hair out first, then give it a quick mop, then do whatever cleaning chore that I've decided I'm gonna do and then I mop it again when I'm done. And then it's clean. And I find that easier. So here's, I'm going to break it down what I use. Okay, so I use EcoSense. It, it comes in my wellness box every month. Um, if you follow me on Instagram and you and you want to get some of the products and get start getting your own wellness box, you can follow the link on my Instagram, at 7 Martians on Mars. It's in my profile link. Um... And you can get your own customized wellness box. So this is a wellness box I get delivered right to my door. It's got like, it's got my vitamins in it. It's got my collagen mix. It's got my protein powder in it. It's got my cleaners in it and my laundry soap and my like body wash and, and my skincare and my makeup. Like, so anything that I'm needing that month, I get it in my wellness box. So I use the EcoSense Toilet Bowl Cleaner because I love it. It clings, it cleans, but it, it, it doesn't have a really heavy scent, but it cleans really well. So I use that for my toilet bowl. Then I use the Tough and Tender to spray down like anything that's like really like grimy around my bathroom. And then I clean it off with a microfiber cloth. If it's not, if, if like I'm just doing a quick and it's not too dirty, um, I use the tough and tender like wipes and like you just pull out the package and it's just this wet wipe that you can use. Again, these are like good for the environment. They're not really, they're not chemically at all. The scent is really nice. So that's what I use like for my toilet. Um, for my sink, I also use the tough and tender and a microfiber cloth. Same with my counters. Um, for my, um, mirrors I either use just a microfiber cloth with water and then use my Norwex glass cloth to polish it off or I use the EcoSense glass cleaner um, in my bathtub I use the EcoSense tub and tile because it cuts the soap scum and the shampoo and the water lines and all that 
And then for the floors, I use, I put a little, I either use the, the gleam, it's like a floor cleaner, but I kind of like the scent of either the, I, the tough and tender or, um, the solid guard if it really needs if I feel it needs to be disinfected because that's the disinfectant and I get all that like I said in my wellness box um but here's a few tips and tricks for you now when you spray your product no matter what part of your bathroom that you're cleaning caveat don't do this in the mirrors like it when you spray your stuff on the mirrors you spray it then you wipe it off and it's clean because that's me it's meant to do that when you're spraying your toilet or putting in the toilet bowl cleaner or spraying like the tub and tile on your like tub walls in your tub, resist the urge to start scrubbing right away. That stuff is meant to do the work for you. So you are supposed to spray it, let it sit, and then come back and you might need to do a little bit of scrubbing um, but you shouldn't have to do a whole, like, you shouldn't be like breaking a sweat trying to scrub. So let the product do its work. So whatever, decide whatever you're going to clean, put the appropriate cleaner on it. Like I said, not the glass cleaner, do that right away. Like spray and wipe the glass cleaner off right away. Cause it's meant to do it that way. But the other stuff is meant to sit. It's meant to sit for probably five or 10 minutes. I usually let mine sit for 10 minutes because what I do is I set a timer and for that 10 minutes, I will go like maybe put a load of laundry in, maybe take another load of laundry out, fold it and put it away. If you haven't listened to my laundry episode, go back and listen to it. It's really good. And give. And this is when you could be changing over your loads. Um, or, you know, maybe I'll be chopping up some vegetables or just any little 10 minute quick chore that I can do and then I come back and then I'll scrub so for the toilet obviously you use a toilet brush um, I have a very specific color coded microfiber cloth that I use only for the toilet it's colored yellow go figure and so that cloth literally gets used for nothing else it it, it never touches a counter it never touches a wall it it literally doesn't even leave the bathroom other than to get washed um, because and I made it the yellow color so that I would always know that that's the toilet microfiber cloth because even though I know you can wash them and microfiber is really good at keeping away germs and all of the things. So before you all reassure me that nothing is going to be transferred, it's not a scientific principle that I have a problem with. It's the emotional one. I need a degree of separation in my microfiber cloths. So the yellow ones are for the toilet. Uh, and, then, and then I have a whole bunch of other colored ones and they're for whatever. So microfiber cloth or the tough and tender wipes to clean like the outside of the toilet and then a regular toilet brush to do the inside of the toilet. For my counters, again, microfiber cloth. Um, I do have this little um, kind of a scrubby cloth. You can get scrubby cloths anywhere. You can get them. Um, people make them. You can get them from Norwex. The one I have is from Norwex where it's got microfiber on one side and it's kind of got a scrubby on the other side. I've got some for my dishes, but this one I keep for my bathroom. And the one for my, and before you go like, well, how do you tell the difference? Well, because the ones in my kitchen are gray and the ones for my bathroom is blue. So I'm not, you know, like washing my dishes with the same scrubby I've scrubbed the bathroom countertop and sink out with. Um, because I need to have that kind of organization. And it's helpful. And then like when you wash, because you're going to wash all your cleaning cloths together. You're going to, you know, put them on that hot water and that 
get them all clean, cycle, and but you want them to go back to where they belong after. So that's why I have them, that's why I color code them and you can color code yours however you want. Um, and then I told you how I clean the mirror. For walls, I just, um, some Teff and Tender um, microfiber cloth gets all this stuff off. For the tub, here's some tricks for you. So, first of all, I'm not very tall. I'm like 5'4 on a good day. So that, that bending over the bathtub to scrub the inside of the bathtub, I don't really like that at all. So when I've sprayed my tub and tile on, I actually have, and yes, I know you can go to Amazon and get the little, I think they're battery powered. I see them in all the YouTube videos where they've got these little scrubby heads on them and, and they've got a long handle and you can scrub out your tub and it's all great. And I'm sure that that's wonderful. Um, but you know what I did because I saw, um, here's another YouTube for you to watch. If you, if you've ever wanted to get some good tips and tricks for cleaning your house as well as listening to this podcast, um, I watch it's a crazy life with Kyle and Amanda. Now Amanda does this cause I, I, I just don't think she wants to like, cause it strains your back to lean over and scrub that top. Unless you're biblically tall, and even then I think it probably would. But she came up with a really good idea that she heard from somebody else, so it's not even her original idea. But you go to the dollar store, and you can get a broom and a broom handle, and like the com and they come separate, so you can get whatever broom end you want and whatever handle you want. And save that just for scrubbing the tub, because once you spray the cleaner on and you use that broom to just scrub around in there, it actually scrubs, because now the, the, the cleaner has loosened all the crap off, the, the soap scum and the bath ring, and so it, you're just scrubbing it around. It works amazing. So she does that. So I do that on the on the walls and the tub, and that works really great. Um, I kind of also like when I get into the shower before I start doing my shower stuff, because the other thing when you're cleaning the tub is you get wet. You, you, the whole process is very wet. Splashes all over your clothes, all over the floor. It's it's wet. So another trick that I learned is you know those scrub brushes. I've gotten them from the dollar store. You can get more expensive ones because there's some really nice ones out there. Norwex has a good one. Um, Full Circle has a good one. But anyway, it's a dish brush scrubby thing. But in the handle holds dish soap. And I use the one from the dollar store. I'm going to get the Full Circle one. Um, but it's, you know how there's the green pad and the blue pad? Well, the blue pad is like for the like more delicate dishes. Well, that's the one I use because I have a fiberglass tub surround. And so what I do is I put like the EcoSense dish soap for my wellness box um, in the handle. And so before I, when I get into the shower, before I start doing my showering things, now the whole cubicle is wet because the shower's on. And then I just take it and scrub the walls with the dish soap that comes out of the end and like all the ledges and stuff like that. And if I see a ring or something, I give that a quick scrub and then it just rinses off while I'm having a shower and it's soap. So you don't have to worry about, Oh, this is getting on my skin. Well, it's dish soap. It's okay to get on your skin. And, um, I just got recently the EcoSense vanilla dish soap. And so that makes my shower, like while I'm in the shower, it's like a little bit of aromatherapy now too. Uh, but that keeps my shower, between my big scrubs, that keeps my shower really, really clean. And I like it. And it's easy. And I'm already wet. 
from being in the shower and that's my intention so it doesn't bother me that I'm getting wet and so I do that it takes me about I don't know two minutes and then I go along with my you know face wash and shampoo and body wash and then I rinse off and then I rinse off the whole shower and get out and then it's done and that's really 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 easy um another thing that's really easy is um I don't do this after I shower because after I shower, I feel physically and emotionally cleansed and I want to do my creams and my, you know, get my hair, getting its leave-in conditioner or whatever I'm doing to it. And then I want to put on my pajamas because I tend to shower at night, like bef like in the evening, that's kind of the last thing I do. I shower and then I relax a little bit. So I don't really want to do any cleaning after I've showered. But however, when my son showers, because you know, the room is a little bit moist after, that's the perfect time that when they leave the room to go, you know, they're done getting, you know, dried off and dressed and they left and the bathroom is now empty. That is the perfect time because everything has still got a little bit of moisture just floating around the air. That is the perfect time to take a, a microfiber cloth and it doesn't even need to be wet. I've done this with dry wet. You just grab one and that's when you're rubbing like the front of the cabinets of your vanity cabinets and the back of your bathroom door because everything's already moist and now you're just wiping it off and it comes off so easily. So I do the walls, the cabinets and the bathroom door after somebody else has taken a shower because you know, it's not my shower, so I don't need to relax after it. And that works really good. And then when I've done that, then I, you know, then I rinse it off under the tap and get all the dust off of it and all the stuff that I've gotten off of it. And then that's when I'll clean the knobs on both knobs on the bathroom door, the inside and the outside knob. And then it's clean and then it's good and so sometimes when we're doing stuff because there's so many cleaning shows and tips and tricks that it's like go into that room and start at the top and work your way to the bottom and then work your way out the door and don't leave that room barring you know nuclear war until it's finished and I applaud People that can do that for things. And I can do that for some things. I really can. Not a lot of them. Um, but I need, I find I'm one of those people that if I go, well, I don't have time to do that whole top to bottom out the door thing, so I won't do it at all, person. And <laughs> so then nothing, gets, nothing would get done. But when I know because I've given myself permission and I'm giving you permission that it's completely okay to walk into your bathroom and just scrub the toilet bowl and leave. I've done that. I've gone in, scrubbed the toilet bowl, haven't even cleaned the rest of the toilet. Like I haven't done the lid and the rim and the, the around the base and the back and then, and the handle. I haven't done that. And I've come back and done that part the next day, you know, it's okay to go, into your bathroom or any room or outside of your house and just do what you can. This idea that some of us were ingrained growing up or we've gleaned along the way that we need to completely start and finish every job that we do, it's not helpful. Unless you're a cleaning lady. And then, yeah, you got to clean that whole house while you're there because that's your job. But for those of us that we don't have the time or we don't have the energy 
or it doesn't fit into our schedule because we have other things to do. Um, maybe you have, maybe you work outside the home and so you don't have that kind of time. Uh, maybe you, maybe you work from home and that doesn't fit into your schedule. Maybe you're a stay at home mom. And let me tell you, you're doing the hardest job there is. And that's looking after the little kids. And I promise you, you don't have that time. <laughs> I've had four kids. You don't have that time. Um, or one of your children is like painting your TV in another room if you're taking that kind of time. Um, so it's okay to do, you know, like you don't have to go, oh, I'm going to water the plants and water every plant in the house. You can go, I'm going to water the plants in this room. Or I'm going to just pick up the, the dishes or the laundry or the garbage in this room, or I'm going to make the bed in this room. And even that, I have gone into a room before that you had to wade through the mess and made the bed and left. And you know what? That's great. Because you know what? That bed is now made. I don't get to be less proud or feel less accomplished because the whole room isn't Instagram worthy now. I went in and I made the bed. That bed is made. It wasn't before. That's an accomplishment. You know, if you, if you have dishes all over your kitchen and your living room and the end tables and in your, in your bedroom and you get the dishes from your bedroom and bring them out into your, into your kitchen, good job. Maybe the next time you have a few minutes, you can get the ones from the other room. Or maybe you'll be doing some other part chore. But that's one of the big things that I had to get over when it was doing the bathroom. And to be quite honest with doing a lot of the other housework is that, oh, the cat's yelling at me now. Chassie, you're okay. We're not sure, she's not deaf. And she's not senile. Um, we just think she just likes hearing her own voice. So she'll go into another room and just start yelling. Because um, I'm, out, I'm out at the farm. And uh, yeah, she just, loves to, she just loves to yell. She's just a yelly cat. And we love her. But yeah, give yourself permission to not have to go into a room and then only come out of it and only feel accomplished when it looks like um, you're moving out. You can go in and do something in a room and then walk out with all the rest of the somethings not done. And that's okay. And it's still an accomplishment because you did do something. And I find for me, personally, I like to break housework up like that. Like, you know, like I said, I will clean the toilet one day and then the sink a different day. And not even on back-to-back -back days. Like, there's times that I've cleaned, like, the toilet on Monday, um, the toilet like the outside of the toilet, like on a Wednesday. And then I've, you know, cleaned the, the, the sink the next day. And then the tub two days later. And it doesn't matter because guess what? It's still all being cleaned and something's being cleaned all the time. So there's cleanliness going on all the time. Like my bathroom is always clean because, because in a period of a week, all the pieces are getting touched at least once, sometimes two or three times. Like I said, the floor gets every day because of the hair and the dogs. But it's all being touched. It's all being touched and cleaned at least once, usually twice a week. You know, 
and I do that around my house, you know, like, you know, no, I, I am horrible with leaving dishes on my beds. I do. And do I bring them out every day? Nope. But they come out often enough. And when I clean my rooms, I, I do make my bed every day. I make my bed every day. But I do that for a couple of different reasons. Um, I do that because I don't like, because the dogs jump up on my bed. And I don't like the dogs to be on my sheets. And so the only way for them not to be on my sheets is to make the bed so that they can only get on the blankets. Um, and I like the way that looks. And it makes me feel like I'm ready to start the day because my bed is made. And it also makes me feel good to come home at the end of the day and go, okay, my day is over. But look how great my bed looks. But yeah, I do that in my bedroom too. Like I'll, you know, like my bed is always made. But like, you know, maybe I'll go in there and I'm doing some cleaning or some sorting. And I'll clean off like, because I have, uh, there's... Two dressers, two bedside tables, um, and then like a desk in the room, a little writing desk. And very often when I clean one of those surfaces off, I don't clean the other ones. I'll just go in and do what I have time for and call it good. And that's the thing is, is then instead of going, well, I don't have time to clean my whole room, so I'm not going to do it at all. And so my room stays a mess. I'm like, well, I have time to clean off a bedside table or I have time to clean off a dresser or I have time to wipe the counter down in the bathroom or I have time to clean off the mirrors in the bathroom or I have time really quick after my son has a shower to wipe down the walls and the door and the front cabinet faces. More stuff is getting done around my house because I'm no longer locked into the idea that if I can't finish the whole room, that I shouldn't start. And so I like that. I like that something is, little pieces are always getting done. This is getting done, that's getting done. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So there's something in every room of my house that is always getting cleaned and tidied and organized and decluttered every day. You know, think about the last time like your living room was really messy. And think about how as soon as you cleaned off the coffee table and vacuumed the rug, even if you did nothing else, the room looked so much better. Because when we do something in a room, it looks better. Does it have to be perfect all the time? No. People live there. It's not going to be perfect. Unless you don't let your family live there. And, and you're super clean and you don't ever leave anything around or make a mess, then yeah, then it can be clean all the time. But other than that, just strive for like, you know, pick a little bit here and there. The other thing that this kind of system kind of works for is think about like, you know, lots of busy people in the house, busy, busy, busy. There's always, you know, there's mess and declutter, there's mess and clutter and, and, you know, dirtiness that's happening all the time because people are real and they live there. Now think about if you spent the day or all the time that you had in the day, however much time that, cleaning one room. Okay, so now one room in your house looks great and the rest look terrible now. But think about if you just did five or ten minutes, a little bit in each room, kind of just, just picking away at like some, um, we call them in my house pockets of resistance because it kind of makes us feel like that it's fighting against us and that we're just not lazy. Um, so fighting those pockets of resistance that 
you know, you're doing a little bit in each room, you know, maybe you're spending five minutes in the bathroom, you know, maybe, maybe through the day, if in the amount of time that you had, you had time to make your bed, uh, clean off your bedside table, you had time to um, wipe down the sink and the countertop in the bathroom. And then maybe you had time to um, clear off, you know, the table and wash it after supper and get the dishes into the dishwasher or hand wash them. And you had a quick second to wipe off the coffee table and pile the magazines in a corner and maybe give one room a vacuum. That's a lot of cleaning you've done. And your house is going to look significantly better from having done all that work. At, and the, those are all five, that's like maybe what, 10, 10 five minute things spread throughout the day spread throughout when you have time but your whole house is going to be elevated to a like a before and after level of oh this was not as clean this is cleaner this is tidier this is more organized um and then tomorrow hopefully hopefully you're not doing the same 10 things that you did today and so maybe you did <coughs> excuse me you know maybe tomorrow you did the the doors and the walls and the cabinet fronts in the bathroom and then you did the another bedside table in the bedroom and maybe this time you did the end tables in the living room and maybe this time you wiped down the appliances in the kitchen and you vacuumed a different room. Do you see what I'm saying? Like so that by the throughout the week when you're doing these little bits here and there, little bits here and there every day, by the end of the week, so much has been cleaned and organized and gotten into shape. You know, that perhaps you don't have to spend your weekend cleaning your house. You can do other fun things like go to the farm or go to a movie or do a craft. If you follow me on Instagram, you're going to have to, you're going to have to see the craft that I did the other day. I have to put, I haven't posted it yet because I just did it yesterday before I came out here. So fun. So fun. But yeah, because I have, because I, because I pick away at things that need to be done every day. You know, I spend some time out in the garden. I do little houseworky things all through my house, you know, and get that all done. Then, you know, the time that I have on the weekend, you know, it can be more in pursuit of what I want. And I can have more of those pursuits of what I want on the other days as well, because I'm not going, well, I need to spend three hours cleaning this room or I need to spend an hour doing this, you know. And I just find it works better. And I like it that way. And I find I get more done. Because like I said, I'm one of those people that if I have to do it all to feel like it's done, like if, I, if, if the task is do it all or don't start, I won't start because I don't have time. I don't have time. And that's not, I, you know, I kind of like to flit around a little bit. Like I do have some routines that I, that I stick to, but even those routines, if you listen to them, they're short. They're not, you're working at something for 45 minutes or an hour. Um, because I just don't do well with that. You know, I don't know why. I don't actually care why. That's just who I am. And I've accepted that. And so I work around it. And this is how I can get a lot of stuff done around my house and my garden and in my life where I'm having fun and I feel balanced and you know, there's an appropriate amount of cleaning going on at my house and there's a pro and there's an appropriate amount of, you know, gardening and yard work being done. And yeah. 
and my bathroom is always clean and I don't have that oh my bathroom is gross now I have to get it to clean my bathroom doesn't get gross because of how I do this because something in that bathroom is always being touched and dealt with every day almost every day there is all like almost every day I am cleaning something in that bathroom and so my bathroom never gets to that Ugh, my bathroom's gross I need to clean it point because it never does and I like that and so it doesn't feel overwhelming to me and it doesn't feel like a nasty job that I have to do and that's what works better for me and I do that for a few other things I do that for my bedroom too I'm very piecemeal with my bedroom too um because yeah I don't and that's probably from being sent in as a child to clean your whole room and you felt like you know you had no idea what you were doing. You knew it was going to take forever and you were never going to be done. And you might as well kiss the whole day goodbye because now it's ruined. And so, yeah, so I don't like to do that in my room either. And I also have a bad habit of getting distracted. So, um, yeah. So for all of you people who have been asking me, you know, after listening to my other podcasts, asking me, what about the bathroom now? Well, that's, that's my trick to the bathroom is that something is always being touched in the bathroom every day so my bathroom never gets really dirty so it doesn't become an overwhelming chore and because I'm doing something in it every day I don't feel the need to like really like clean it all from top to bottom in one sitting because something's always getting cleaned in it every day so that's how I keep that job from being gross and overwhelming is because it never gets to be gross and because I'm only doing a little bit of it every time it's not overwhelming either so give that a try. See if that works for you. Um, and here's the other thing. Fun fact. You don't have to do all the jobs that are in the bathroom either. Um, because I don't know if you know this, but a 10-year-old child is perfectly capable of wiping down a countertop. They're perfectly capable of wiping down the back of a door and the doorknobs. They're perfectly capable of wiping the outside of the tub. They're perfectly capable of, you know taking um you know you can do the spray if you don't feel like or you know use the the tough and tender wipes and get them to wipe the seat and the lid of the toilet and the rim they're perfectly capable of doing that will they love it no absolutely not but it's a skill they need to learn because eventually they're not going to live in your house and they should probably clean their own bathroom so if they get to learn to do it they'll be good at it but that's the thing is when you break up the jobs that doesn't always mean that you have to do all the jobs. So break it up and maybe you're going, okay, well, I really want the tub scrubbed to a specific thing. You know, or maybe you don't like your kids using, you know, wiping the mirrors because you're afraid they're going to break it or bash into it or whatever, whatever your reason is. You know, so get them to do other parts. Like I said, they, they can wipe down a countertop or the outside of a tub or the back of a door. You know, kids are perfectly capable of gathering up laundry and bringing it to the laundry room. But when you break the jobs up, it gives you the opportunity to do them at your own pace. It gives you the opportunity to not be overwhelmed by them. It gives you the opportunity to do them on different days. But it also gives you the opportunity to assign some tasks to other people that live in your house. Because we all whoever lives in your house has the responsibility of cleaning every single room in the house other than the bedroom that you sleep in because they have to clean their own bedroom you have to clean your own bedroom but 
all of the common spaces like bathroom, laundry room, hallway, mudroom, kitchen, living room, dining room, yard. They live there too. And they have the, as they have as much responsibility to help you out, you know, so they can be assigned a task here and there, taking out the garbage. Maybe it's gathering the laundry. Maybe they're watering the plants. Maybe they're really good at watering plants. Maybe they're really good at dusting. Maybe they're really good at, you know, collecting toys if that's an issue. Or like in my house, it kids' toys isn't an issue, but dog toys are all over my house. So one of my son's jobs is, is you know, like every day I'm like, hey, can you do the dog toy pickup? And he'll go around the house because they drag them everywhere and he'll pick the toys up. But that's the thing is the lesson to be learned from this bathroom cleaning is that it doesn't all need to be done on the same day. It doesn't all need to be done at the same time. And it doesn't all need to be done by you and have some fun, get some fun project products like, like the EcoSense project products that I use. I love how they smell. I love how they work. And when I'm done in the bathroom or done for that day, I like put a new scentsy smell in the scentsy warmer and then my bathroom always smells nice and I love it. Make it a little, make it a little bit fun. And then whatever I'm doing in the bathroom when I'm done there, I immediately go do something else. Maybe I'll go up to the garden. Maybe I do that and I'm about to go have, you know, tea with a friend or maybe I'm going to go and watch some YouTube or Netflix or whatever, but that's fine, but it's balanced and it's in there and stuff's getting done. And that's the whole point. So like every time on the Mama Mentor podcast, I always say, take what works for you and toss the rest because life's too short to be bossed around. You know you the best. You know your family and your situation the best. So just do what works. But give it a try. You'd be surprised how much you, you know, when you break, when you break up the idea that rooms and tasks all have to be done, at the same time or even on the same day it is so freeing i know when i started doing it that way i felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulder so i hope you guys are having a good weekend i will see you in the next one love you tons bye